My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre-planning makes sense by calling 419-258-5684 or 419-263-0000. The Dooley Funeral Home. Good morning, Paulding County, and here we go. Welcome aboard to another edition of My Sports Live every Saturday morning here on My 102.7 FM. My name is Pete Seymour, thanking you for joining me once again and spending a piece of your Saturday morning with me for another edition of My Sports, breaking down the entire week in Paulding County Athletics. Of course, Tough week. We battled some weather, battled some gray skies, as we do this time every single year in Ohio in January and February. But hopefully in the next coming weeks, things that start to warm up just a little bit. But action definitely heating up on the hardwood, both for the boys and the girls teams in Paulding County. Of course, we will chat all things basketball here today. But before I go any further, we are going to talk to Corbin Vance, a sportscaster for MySports.Live and a Paulding County graduate. He's seen a lot of GMC hoops this year, so he's going to help me break it all down. We're going to do that right after this break. Of course, won't forget the Paulding County slate of games that we have coming up on MySports.Live for the next upcoming weeks. Of course, we'll talk about all that. But first, let's get to a break so we can talk to Corbin. My name's Pete Seymour. This is My Sports, and I thank you for not just joining me this week, but every week right here on My 102.7. Hope you had a great week, Paulding County. And we'll be right back after this as My Sports continues. Williamson Crop Insurance, home of Decision Max. Decision Max allows you a simple solution to analyze your operation and make informed marketing and crop insurance decisions to mitigate your risks. Manage your whole operation in one place with the ability to blend counties, marketing, and insurance coverage to give a complete overview of your operation. Williamson Crop Insurance, protecting the eastern Corn Belt since 1980. Learn more at cropcoverage.com. Moving right along with another edition of My Sports here on My 102.7. My name is Pete Seymour, and it's time to welcome in our guest today, and that is none other than a sportscaster from MySports.Live and a Paulding High School alum. He is Corbin Vance. Corbin, I appreciate you taking the time to join me. Tell me about your journey and how you got started with MySports.Live, and what's it like to call some of your hometown teams each and every week? I tell you, it, it's been kind of wild. So when I was in high school, for four years in high school, I, I was, I'm was i not a basketball guy. Last time I checked, I was like 5'8". I quit growing in like the eighth grade. So I was never a basketball guy, but we had a local radio station here in town. It was ran by a guy named Gary Unger. And I, I can still remember first day I met him, I actually rode my bike up to the station. Was you know I didn't know him from Adam. And I introduced myself and told him what I wanted to do. He was all for it. So I actually called games, both boys and girls games, just for Paulding, four years of high school. When I went off to college, my first year I went to Bluffton, and I was the 
a radio broadcaster. They have a, they have a campus station, yeah. and they, they had a opening for people to want to do games. So I got enrolled there. I was not in any form of communication as far as like major or anything like that. I just, just reached out to the, the, the head of the studio and gave him my information and told him my background. And he's like, yeah, sure, come on. So I did a lot of their girls' basketball games. I did some softball and, and baseball games in the spring. And then, so we're talking, that would have been fall of 2009 and the spring of 2010. And then I didn't do another broadcasting gig until the winter of 2021. No kidding. Yeah, so my sports had just taken off because COVID had just, you know, kind of come through. Yep. And Sean Mateko yeah. was the pastor out at the one of the churches here in Paulding, and he had, he was doing some games for my sports, and he had found out that, you know, I had done games in the past, and, I mean, you know, a decade or so ago. And he's like, hey, you should, I'll give him your information, and, and maybe we can get you on to do a game or, or two. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. And, you know, Joe and Terry reached out and, you know, I, I, I think a week or two later, they had set me up. I actually, my first game was with Sean, kind of taken off from there. Very cool. Very cool. I absolutely love that. So take me back real fast. You got to actually call some games until you were in high school at Paulding, though? I did. I mean, and you're talking about some primitive stuff. I mean, we had, uh, you know, the old school cell phone in one hand. So yeah. it was actually, I, he was a year ahead of me in school. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty primitive back then. We we call into the station. I do the play by play, and then you know you'd pass it off, and it was just kind of a back and forth thing. So yeah, I mean we we did that for for four years. That's cool. Um, That's really cool. Yeah. So it, I mean, it was certainly a learning experience. Yeah. No, looking back, and I have conversations with people all the time about that, and there were a few people that I got to broadcast with that actually got to call games while they were in school up here in Toledo. I didn't get to in high school, but that's one thing. Man, I wish I had that because it would just be so cool to have that experience before going to college. Sure. I mean, yeah, we you know, we get to college and and it was a lot of the same. Now, Bluffton had like a phone line set up and there was some better technology, but I mean, it was the same principle, yeah. you know, you dial in and it's, I think it's the same thing that that the guys, you know, with with WKSD do. They've got their own you know, phone line and you call in and you get patched through the station and the mixing board and all that. So as much as technology is advanced, if you want to look back at how things used to be, I mean, you can look every Friday or Saturday night, see how they do it. And that's exactly how it's been done for years and decades. Yep. And that's to speak to that. My first job in radio as well, we were doing the exact same thing, dialing out to the station, connecting from there. And that was that. I mean, it has evolved quite a lot since then. It's crazy. Like the, the generation gap of like, the people who started out in radio and then took a little break for a bit, and now it's like, hey, you can do broadcast via Wi-Fi. I won't get into that. Right. You don't. You probably don't want to do that, but <laughs> it is possible. <laughs> we we get to you know we get to do it with my sports now and the technology that we've got there, and you know there's no phones or anything. It's all through Wi-Fi, like you talked about, and it's just crazy to think about where we started and where we are now. It's it is it absolutely is. So let's take a minute. You're a baseball guy through and through. So. You end up as an assistant coach at Wayne Trace. What led you back to the game of baseball, and why do you love it? That's another story in itself. So I was at Ohio State Lima. I was coaching football uh, at Crestview. I, I started coaching high school football one year out of high school, and I was coaching football at Crestview, and I was in a World War II class with a guy named Mike Jerome, and I didn't know him from Adam again, and it was just kind of we sat beside each other and, Usually you make a little small talk or whatever, and you, we kind of just hit it off. He was actually the recruiting coordinator with the baseball team at the time, and he found out, you know, I'm a baseball guy, and 
he said, you know, hey, you know, I'm going to talk to the head coach, see if we can't, you know, have you come around, help out. So that kind of evolved, started helping out. And I actually worked as like a, an office resource for the head baseball coach for a while. And then Mike had a uh, kid on the team, a son on the team named Ryan, Ryan Jerome. He was actually named after Ryan Sandberg. They're big Cubs fans. Nice, nice. And uh, I was on the staff for a couple of years there. Mike was on the staff. And then Ryan graduated and Mike left. Um, and there was an opening. And, and the head coach at the time was Abe Ambrosa. He's a Columbus Grove guy. And he said, hey, you know, you mind coming on and, and filling the role? And I was still a senior at the time. OSU lineman. I'm like, yeah, sure. I take on that role. I'm doing stats and everything. You know, Abe announces after our third year together that he was taking a job. He's now the CEO at the Lima Civic Center. Got it. He said, hey, you know, I'm taking this job. I'd like for you to, you know, take over the program. And at the time, I'm like, you know, okay, cool. You know, you're all gung ho about it. But then you realize, I don't know if I'm ready for this. You know, and I actually Been spent there. that entire summer. As the interim head coach, you know, we, we had recruiting visits. We had guys coming in. I mean, it was fun. And then, you know, you kind of get, looking back on it, the feeling was right. But I kind of got a uh, feeling that, that something wasn't right about the way that the athletic program and the, the direction of the athletics there at OC Lima were going. Got it. And I eventually, you know, turned down the, the full-time gig. Um, and they've actually since gotten rid of all athletics at the, the OSU Lima branch campus. So hindsight, it was a good idea. But I can still remember the day that I, I turned him down. I, I got a hold of Ryan, and I said, hey. Um, and he was a year in at the time uh, at, at Wayne Trace as a okay. head coach. Okay. And I said, hey, you know, I, I'm not going to do this anymore. And he responded. He said, you want to come be my JV coach? And so we've, we've been together ever since. And that was seven years ago. That's Something cool. along those lines. They, they all start to run together. It's crazy how things work out like that, though. Yeah. So, and then, and then him and his dad are on the staff. Well, obviously he's, he's the head coach and then his dad's been on the staff and then me. And then, then there was a, a couple other guys that have been there just as long as he has. So, so where would you say your passion for coaching comes from? What do you love about it the most? Well, they say those that can't play coach. <laughs> I came up in a family. Uh, I had two brothers and we were always big, big sports fans, obviously football and, and baseball. And I always thought that, that football would be, that that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to play it. But again, you know, when you quit growing as an eighth grader, you know, not many people are trying to bring you in as a five foot eight kid. You know, you kind of realize, hey, you're not going to be able to play this game all the time. So I got into coaching and I have, I've had a couple of really good mentors. The middle school principal at Paulding, Eric Deisler, and I, we had a lot of conversations when I first started. And I mean, he, he gave me a lot of sound advice and, and advice that I still use to this day. We've actually got a couple of guys on staff now that one of them played for me, played football for me when I was an assistant coach at Paulding, and now he's on the, the baseball staff with us at Wayne Trace, and, the, and there's still advice that I'm passing from you know, my mentors down to him, and it's just, it's just kind of been a full circle thing, and, and I've always wanted to be involved in some sort of athletic, and like I said, when you, you learn real fast that you can't play anymore, so you do the next best thing. You've just echoed a lot of what guests have said on this show exactly about giving back. You said, you know, you took what you learned from your mentors and you're passing it down. I swear at least 80% of the people that I've had on this, they've said the exact same thing. At some point in their life, whether it's now or later, they want to come back and they want to give back to the people that help them. The game that we coach, obviously, you know, baseball now, but football or whatever sport, it's all about building those relationships. And it's not just, you know, the relationships with the guys that you coach, but it's the guys that you coach with. You know, there's there's a lot of good guys that I've coached with that, that I'll do things that they did for me 
I'll do them for others now. And I just think back to where did I learn that? You know, I, mm-hmm. uh, there's a uh, James Lotzenheiser. He was the head coach at uh, Crestview. Yep. He and I worked together um, as assistant coaches when I was over there. You know, one of his biggest things was always pay it forward. So, you know, if I'm doing something, I, I can just, I can still hear it in my head when he, you know, he would say that. And that's exactly what it is. is you're just trying to keep the line moving for the next guy because, you know, eventually the train's going to stop and you're going to have to get off. And you just hope that you made a big enough impression on, on the people that you were in charge of for a while that, you know, they keep doing things the right way. So let's get into some business. Let's talk some GN, GMC hoops, Corbin. You've seen a lot from the guys' side. I've seen a lot from the girls' side. Let's start with the guys' side, though. The Antwerp Archers, the Wayne Trace Raiders, yep, we can't look ahead yet. They have a big matchup coming up a little bit later. But as of right now, what have you seen from Antwerp, Wayne Trace, and Paulding? Paulding's still in the mix there, of course. You never know with the GMC what could happen. Overall, what have you seen from Paulding County? I think the Paulding... Polding boys and girls, they've been the, the squads that I've seen the least. I've got to catch a couple of my sports games. I haven't gotten to see them in person yet. But as far as, as you know, we'll start at the top with Antwerp. Yeah. Seen them a couple of times. Obviously, the boys team's really good, you know, with the Brewer kid. You know, they've got a really good supporting cast of guys. You know, with the Leashies, I mean, I think they're very well coached. And, and Coach Billman does a great job of getting – production out of his best players and obviously that's Landon Brewer but out of that supporting cast of guys yeah I've been impressed with that too Corbin and we've talked about that a lot and I know you've talked about that a lot on air is that supporting cast and when you have guys like that and a good coach and they know their roles and do their roles very well it makes for a really good team and you want to talk about roles and and a coach that does a really good job of getting his, his squad up as far as roles is, is Scotty McMichael with the girls team there at Antwerp. You know, again, everybody in Northwest Ohio knows his daughter, you know, Awin McMichael, really good basketball player. But the minutes that he gets from, you know, Caroline Roars, I think Caroline Roars sets the tempo. You know, if she's having an off night, obviously, you know, Awin's really good. I don't want to take anything away from her. But I think Caroline Roars, somebody that not a lot of people know about, she's a junior, you know, she's going to be the shortest girl on the floor every night. But, man, she plays like she's 6'5", six, 6'6". Six, six. And, and the minutes that they get out of her and then some of the others, you know, with Faith Clem and Emma Townley, just to name a couple. I, I mean, the production that he gets out of people that aren't normally or aren't recognized is incredible. And I can speak to that from the polling side of things, Corbin, because the polling girls team is the exact same way. They're very young, but they're up and down that lineup. They're getting production. I think they have maybe have one girl average in double figures, but then you have two or three at eight and then one at seven and they're having that production too and that's also really good to see is some of that younger class starting to step up for each of the schools yeah and and like i said i haven't seen a lot of paulding Mm -hmm. um i think very highly of coach arlano there i I think he does a really good job i think his most productive player is is the dunham girl and she's just a freshman she's a freshman i'm not taking anything away from the upperclassmen yeah there's a there's a bright future with the paulding girls team and and you know coach arlano and and his staff they're gonna get a lot of rewards after you know struggling the last year and they can already see it now they're putting together some wins they're playing competitive there's a bright future for that squad all right so let's talk about the wayne trace boys of course brooks lockoff having the year that we thought he would have, but Wayne Trace, what have you seen from them so far? Have they lived up to the standards coming into this year? You know, that's actually where I've spent most of my time is at Wayne Trace, and I don't know if that was a you know purposeful purposeful thing on the schedule or not. But yeah, I mean, I, I think that they, they've certainly been as good as advertised. You know, anytime anybody goes to Crestview, it's always going to be a tough place to play, and that's a tough game 
regardless of, you know, records and things like that when Wayne Trace and Crestview get together. And that's their only loss of the year so far. It was an overtime game. Um, you know, just it, that's unfortunate that somebody has to lose and that it was Wayne Trace. Right. Uh, but outside of that, you know, they're playing some really good basketball right now. Beat a really good Miami East team there Saturday afternoon in Dayton. And we'll really get to see, you know, looking ahead, you said you don't want to do that yet. Uh, but but Saturday night, assuming that the weather's okay, you know, they get Berlin Highland. And, and you know, Berlin Highland's been one of the best teams uh, in Division Four for a while. You know, it, we're, we're over halfway with both the guys and the girls' seasons. I, I guess at this point, you're starting to build a resume or you're at least trying to put the finishing touches on the resume. You know, I don't know how familiar you are with those RPI rankings. Um, I think it really does a, a good job of, of sorting out the teams as far as, you know, obviously winning percentage is big in it, but then you get, you know, strength of schedule uh -huh. um, as far as opponents winning percentage and things like that. I think it really does a good job of ranking the teams. I still am kind of partial to letting the coaches vote. But, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities for, for all the county schools. You know, I do want to just, you know, take a second to, uh, you know, continue to wish the Paulding boys team good luck. I'm, I'm real familiar with, with Coach Logan Stoller. I think he's doing a really good job. You know, they got off to a really hot start, you know, and they've kind of hit a rough patch here. But everybody goes through that, and I think that they're going to get it figured out. That's a good staff. It's an experienced staff. So I just want to uh, give them a shout-out as well. Keep pushing through. There's a lot of winnable games coming up, and they can build that resume even stronger. Absolutely. They are at Liberty Center, then they have Edgerton, and then at Dolphus Jefferson. But you're right. They started out with two wins and then one loss to Defiance, three wins in a row, and then three losses. So it's just about bouncing back. And like you said, no doubt the Balding Panthers are ready to do that. Yeah, for sure. I agree. All right, Corbin. Well, hey, I appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you so much, and I enjoy the rest of your day. Hope we'll have to catch yeah, up soon when uh, baseball comes around. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Thanks for having me on any time, Pete. Absolutely. This has been Corbin Vance, and we'll be right back with plenty more My Sports after this here on My 102.7. Sports teams and programs throughout Paulding County develop great traits and skills for the future workforce of our county. In addition, the travel to ball fields, gyms, and parks throughout the county enhance the economy of all these areas. The Paulding County Economic Development Office supports all county sports-related leagues and events and the positive impact it has on the Paulding County economy. A big thank you to our guest today, Corbin Vance, sportscaster for MySports.Live, also an assistant baseball coach at Wayne Trace High School. Best of luck to the Raider baseball team this season as they start to prep its Hard to think about baseball when there's a few inches of snow on the ground, but I know they're hitting the gym running here early in the winter. But again, if you did not catch that interview live, head on to the my1027.org website where all of these episodes are archived for on-demand access. So go take a listen to Corbin and go take a listen to all of our great guests that we've had here on My Sports. So we'll get to the My Sports slate of games here in a little bit, but for now... We need to talk about some girls' hoops because there was a plethora of games in Paulding County and in the GMC from this past week. And, of course, we'll take a look at the scoreboards and the standings a little bit later on. So let's talk about Wayne Trace and Lima Central Catholic, the Raiders 60, LCC 23. That game happened all the way back on Monday. Let's take a look at the leading scorers in this one for the Wayne Trace Raiders. Three in double digits. It was Lexi Moore leading the way with 17. Harper Meyer, she had 14. Kareen Winans also in double figures with 11. 
but a balanced scoring effort. Caroline Winan, she had eight. Ava Zartman with four. Tiana Sin, she had three. And Lindsay Peace also chipping in a three. Wayne Trey, six of ten from the free throw line, but the Raiders with 34 rebounds. Kareen Winan, she had 12 of those, and Lexi Moore had eight. Only 14 turnovers for Wayne Trace. LCC had 29, and steals 20 for Wayne Trace. Harper Myers with five, and Ava Zartman with four. So let's talk some more girls' hoops, and we'll talk girls' hoops on Tuesday. The Antwerp girls in action. It was Antwerp 28, Lincoln View 42. Scoring for the Archers, David McMichael had 10, Emma Townley had 12 to lead the way and to lead all scorers in this one. Caroline Roars chipped in a bucket as well as Faith Clem. Again, 28 for the Archers, Lincoln View, 42. Girls escaping the snow on Thursday. Antwerp, Paulding, and Wayne Trace all in action. Let's start with the Raiders. They fell to Tenora, 37-26. Scoring for Wayne Trace, another balanced effort. Kareen Winans and Harper Myers each had six. Ava Zartman, she had five. Caroline Winans, Kathleen Stoller each chipping in a bucket as well as Tiana Sin, the category that hurt the Raiders in this one. Wayne Trace only 2 of 16 from beyond the arc, and then 6 of 16 from the charity stripe. That's a, just a tough one for Wayne Trace. Well, let's take a look at the Antwerp Archers in action on Thursday, and then we'll get to Paulding and our standings right after this. It was Fairview, and it was Antwerp, and it was an 11-point win for the Apache, 60-49. to 49, The score scoring for the Archers. Caroline Roars with 18, Ingrid McMichael with 16, Briley Bagley with 7, Faith Clem and Emma Townley each chipping in a few buckets, as well as Malin Carnahan also chipping in 2. Well, the Paulding Panthers this week, they improved to 6 and 6 on the year and they got back into the win column. Brooklyn Bakel had 11 points and 8 rebounds. Brooklyn Slaughter with 9 points and then the six-foot freshman, Kaylee Dunham, seven points, eight rebounds, and how about this stat? Seven blocks in a win against Edgerton. 42-34, your final in that one. Again, Bakel led the way with 11 points, Schlotter with nine, Dunham with seven points, eight rebounds, and seven blocks. 42-34, your final. Falling Panthers get the win over Edgerton. So, let's take a look at the standings in the GMC for the girls, and it looks like this. So far, as we move along through the season, which it seems to fly when we turn over the calendar year, Ayersville 3-0 in the league. They sit atop unblemished in the last column. Overall 12-0. Fairview 3-0, 9-5. Tenora 2-1, 8-5. Antwerp 2-1, 8-6. Wayne Trace 1-2, 9-5 overall. Holding 1-2, as I mentioned, 6-6. Six getting back to 500 with that win over Edgerton. Edgerton 0-3-4-9, Hicksville 0-3-2-11. So that's how the GMC standings look with, oh, still a few more weeks. I want to say five more weeks left in the high school basketball season. But like I mentioned, things start to move fast when we turn the calendar year. But for now, it's time for a break here on My Sports. We talked girls hoops, and of course, now it's time to talk some boys hoops. We'll do that. And then we'll talk about the games that are on tap in the next few weeks on MySports.Live. We'll be right back after this. Stay with me, Paulding County. My Sports continues after these messages. 
It's basketball season in Ohio, and Paulding County teams are rocking the hardwood. Have you watched our local teams play? Go to mysports.live and watch high-level professionals. You can watch live or tape delayed, but either way, you will see quality basketball through quality broadcasting. Don't miss out on seeing our area coaches and talent give you all they have to give. Check out mysports.live today. The Antwerp Athletic Boosters are proud to support all of our Antwerp Archer athletes. Join us for a sporting event and cheer on the Archers. My sports continues here on my 102.7. We just got done talking some girls hoops earlier. We talked to our guest. He was Corbin Vance, a sportscaster here for MySports.Live. And now it's time to talk some boys hoops. Boys braved the weather an evening ago, but we're going to start all the way back on January 15th because we're going to talk about the entire week. That was back on Monday. The Wayne Trace Raiders defeated Hicksville by 24 points, 70-64, to 64, the final on this one. That moved Wayne Trace at that point to 11-1 and on the year, 2-0 and in GMC play. And once again, Kyle Stoller and Brooks Lockoff doing their thing. It was Stoller. He had... 17 points. Lockoff led the way with 24. Hudson Myers also chipping in nine. Caden Sandy chipped in five. Carter Clemens chipped in six. And then a bunch of Raiders also chipping in two, including Tyson Gerber, Kale Winans, and Caleb Mosier, as well as Zach Stoller. Once again, Wayne Trace picks up the win 72-46. Archer boys against Edgerton. They were at Edgerton. But they were able to knock off the Edgerton Bulldogs, 59 to 35. The Archers scoring again. They improved to 11 and 1 at this point, undefeated in the GMC. We'll get to the full standings from the week here in a little bit. But Zane McMichael had 20. Landon Brewer had 17. Three Archers in double figures. Edward Leishty he had 14. Carson Ultimus chipping in six. And Cyrus Gale chipping in a bucket as well. 59 35. Your final from Monday. Something to note from the Paulding Athletic Department, the JV and Varsity Boys Basketball game with Ayersville that was originally scheduled on the 12th has been rescheduled to Tuesday, February 6th at Ayersville. JV at 4.45 and then the Varsity at 7.30 p.m. in the high school gym. JV will be in the Ayersville Auxiliary Gym. Once again, the JV and Varsity Boys Basketball game with Ayersville originally scheduled on the 12th being moved to February 6th officially and now it's time to take a look at the scoreboard from last night. Wayne Trace, Paulding, and Antwerp all in action an evening ago. And let's start with the Paulding Panthers pulling out a 30-point victory, 72-42 to over Edgerton as Paulding improves to 6-4 and overall, 1-1 one one in league play. Scoring for the Panthers, Grayson Harder with 21 on the evening, Blake Roanhouse, he chipped in 11. Titus Manns, he also had 7. Lucas Beckman with a bucket. And Kane Jones, can't forget him about him. The big 8 spot for Kane Jones. Once again, Paulding Panthers knocking off Edgerton. Your final, 72-42. Boys basketball, let's talk about Wayne Trace Raiders over to Nora, 69-43. Another big win for the Raiders. They improved to 12-1 on the year 3-0 in league play. 17 in the first quarter, 14 in the second, and then 19 in each, the third in the fourth, tallying their 69, leading the way for Wayne Trace. It was Brooks Lockoff. He had 24. 
Kyle Stoller right behind him, as he usually is, with 18 points. Hudson Myers, he chipped in eight. Tanner Lockoff, he had four. Carter Clemens with six for Wayne Trace. Now, let's talk about the Antwerp Archers wrapping up our Friday evening with a Another Paulding County victory, Antwerp 59, Fairview 44. Great night for Paulding County. Antwerp improved to 12-1 on the year, 3-0 in the GMC. 12 in the first, 18 in the second, and then a combined 29 in the third and fourth quarters. Totals there, 59. The 59-44 win over Fairview. So let's take a look at the scoring. With 20, it was Landon Brewer with 14. Was Carson Altimus also in double figures? Zane McMichael with ten. Reed Leishdy he had eight. Camden Fuller with five, and Ben Savina with a bucket as well. So three wins for Paulding County on Friday night, and we need to take a look at the boys' basketball standings. Updated as of this morning, they look like this: Antwerp three and zero in league play, twelve and one overall. Wayne Trace three and zero in league play, twelve and one overall. Holding one and one in league play, six and four overall. Ayersville one and one, six and six. Fairview one and one, five and five. Nora one and one, two and nine. Hicksville zero oh and three, three and ten. And Edgerton zero oh and three, and two and ten. Well, that's a look at our boys' high school scoreboard from an evening ago. Talked about the girls, talked about the boys. Now we just need to talk about our my sports slate of games coming up next week and in the future. So we'll do that right after this. But now it's time for a break on my sports. We'll be right back with plenty more. Stay with me here on my 102.7. This program is sponsored in part by the Wayne Trace Boosters. Please join us at a Wayne Trace sporting event as we cheer on our Raiders at home and on the road. Go Raiders! Hey, we've all been there. You're in the middle of something important. And then, boom, the power goes out. But what if it didn't? What if you skipped the candles and the flashlights and just carried on with your day? With a Kohler generator, your power stays on even when the utility power goes out. So your food stays fresh. Your home stays powered. Get a reliable Kohler generator at Sweater Electric in Paulding. Back to put it on this edition of My Sports. Before we go any further, of course, I have to thank a few people. And the first one being our guest today, Corbin Vance. Corbin, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day and spending it with me here on My 102.7. I'm sure everybody truly appreciates the analysis and the insight of Paulding County Athletics. You've seen a lot of hoops, and thank you for sharing all of that information with us here this morning. Also, we need to thank our sponsors, and I'll start with the athletic boosters of Wayne Trace, Paulding, and Antwerp, Williamson Crop Insurance, Schweller Electric, the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, and Paulding County Economic Development. Thank you guys for all of the support, because without you guys, I would not be here doing this. So again, thank you for the support, not just this year, but every year here on My 102.7. Well, that leads me to our My Sports slate of games coming up this next week. And man, I told you guys, if you were basketball fans, these next few weeks were the weeks for you, because the My Sports Slate is absolutely packed. And let's start with next week. That being Tuesday, January 23rd is when things get all tipped off on MySports.Live. And they do with Garrett Mansfield and Jason Landers. On Tuesday at 6 o'clock, of course, the JV at 6, varsity to follow. 
girls' hoops, Antwerp hosting Continental. And then the Wayne Trace girls also on Tuesday. They host Delphus Jefferson with Corbin Vance and Scoop Miller. Corbin also has you covered on Thursday with Scoop as the Wayne Trace and Antwerp girls square off. And then the Paulding and Hicksville girls also on Thursday with Garrett Mansfield and Braley Stabler. And then the Wayne Trace and Antwerp boys, Corbin Vance and Scoop Miller, We'll have the guys' game for you on Friday evening. Saturday, I said, it's going to be a busy week. Garrett Mansfield and Dave Bowen will bring you Montpelier and Paulding boys. Three boys' games as Patrick Henry visits Antwerp with Scoop and Caleb. And then Miller City and Wayne Trey square off with Corbin and Brady. Paulding girls on Tuesday, January 30th. It's Jason Landers and Brady Stabler. Garrett Mansfield and Scoop Miller have Fairview and Paulding on Thursday. Also a girls' game. Antwerp boys on Friday. It's Antwerp and Ayersville. Garrett and Jason Landers will have that one. And then a doubleheader on Saturday. Myself and Scoop Miller will have the Antwerp versus Montpelier girls. That one's starting at 3. And then the Antwerp boys versus Montpelier to follow after. So we won't take any look any further. But that's a pretty packed uh, few weeks there. So get your fix of basketball in Paulding County. And if you can't get to the games, of course... Log on to the MySports.Live website where all of these games will be live. And, of course, if you miss them live, they're archived for all on-demand access viewing. Woo! All right. Well, Paulding County, I hope you have a great rest of your Saturday. We are about out of time here on MySports. But for whoever you are and however you've been listening, my name is Pete Seymour thanking you for not just joining me this week, but every week for another episode of My Sport. And I can't wait to see you next week. Stay safe, stay warm, and we'll talk to you at 9 a.m. on Saturday, right here on My 102.7. My Sports is sponsored by the Dooley Funeral Homes of Antwerp and Payne, a life story funeral home. You can learn how pre-planning makes sense by calling 419-258-5684 or 419-263-0000. The Dooley Funeral Home.